وعليكم السلام يا اخي بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والحمد لله الصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد after praising Allah سبحانه وتعالى and sending the salutations upon the Messenger alayhi salatu wassalam upon his family, his companions and upon all those who follow upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day to, pro to proceed ikhwan Allahumma inna na'udha bika min ilmin la yanfa' wa min qalbin la yakhsha' wa min nafsin la tashba' وَمِنْ دُعَاءٍ لَا يُسْمَعْ Verily, Ya Allah, we seek refuge with you from knowledge that has no benefit and from a heart that has no fear and from a soul that has no satisfaction nor contentment and from a dua that goes unanswered and from a dua that goes unanswered To proceed, Ikhwan فَنُوَاسِلُ مَعَكُمْ فِي هَذِهِ اللَّيْلَةِ الْمُبَارَكَةِ الْكَرِيمَةِ عَوْنًا مِنَ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ so we continue in this blessed and noble night of ours, seeking the aid and the assistance of our Lord, the most merciful and the most compassionate. So we're benefiting tonight from the science of an aqidah from the book of, or one of the books of Shaykh al-Islam, Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab al-Tamimi, may Allah have mercy upon him. Min kitabihi al-usool al-thalatha. And we're reading from his book, the three principles, the three principles. Fal'allana wasalna ayna tawaqafna ya ikhwan. Where did we stop ya ikhwan? Wa anna al-masajida lillahi fala tad'u. Taib, Surah Al-Jinn. Taib. Al-Yawm, ya ikhwan, Yawm Ashura. Yawm, naam. Laysa Ashura. Al-Yawm, maadha? Al-Yawm, alladhi anjallahu subhanahu wa ta'ala, Nabiyana Musa, alayhi salatu wa salam, Yawm Ashura. So today is the day, rather, that Allah Ta'ala rescued Rabbila Prophet Musa. فَيُسْتَحَبُّ لِلْمُسْلِمِينَ أَنْ يَسُمُّوا فَأَكْثَرُكُمْ يَسُمُونَ فَلَعَلَ هَذَا الدَّرْسِ يَكُونُ خَفِيفًا حَتَّى لِمَنْ يُرِيدَ أَنْ يَأْكُلَا فَلِيَتَفَضَّ لِيَأْكُلَا So most of the Muslims are fasting on this day So, or have fasted this day So tonight's class will be a little short, inshallah For those who want to go eat, they can go eat, inshallah, ta'ala And those who want to remain and benefit, can benefit بِذْنِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى قال الإمام شيخ الإسلام محمد بن عبد الوهاب رحمه الله تعالى وأنواع العبادة التي أمر الله بها 
لعلنا من هذا أو هذه الفقرة والله أعلم. So perhaps we're around here somewhere. Our beloved Shaykh mentioned Surah Al-Jinn. So let's start from that paragraph. Inshallah Taala. طيب من يريد أن يقرأ من قوله رحمه الله وأنواع العبادة. So who wants to recite from the statement of the author وأنواع العبادة and the various types of worship. من يريد أن يقرأ. Who wants to recite from there? And the types of worship to read the قال الإمام شيخ الإسلام رحمه الله تعالى وأنواع العبادة التي أمر الله بها and the types of worship that Allah تعالى has commanded with العبادة يا إخوان واجبة is obligatory for the Muslims to worship الله سبحانه وتعالى هذا يجب على المسلمين يجب على الناس عموما لكن المسلمون هم الذين يجيبون هم الذين يجيبون worship of Allah in reality is obligatory upon all of mankind but the Muslims are the ones that have answered the call they have answered the call فَلَعَبْدُ الَّذِي يَقُولُ أَنَّهُ يَعْبُدُ اللَّهِ بِدُونَ عِبَادَةِ فَهَذَا لَيْسَ بِمُسْلِمْ لَيْسَ بِمُسْلِمْ وَاللَّهُ عَلَمُ so the servant who says he believes in Allah but does not worship Allah in reality this one is not a Muslim and he has to accept his shahada he has to take his shahada 
that which Allah Ta'ala has com uh, commanded with, like Al-Islam, Wal-Iman, Wal-Ihsan, like Islam. Ma huwa Al-Islam, ya Muhammad, what is Islam? This is on your test yesterday. Ma huwa Al-Islam? It's Islam with Allah. Lita'atihi. It is to submit oneself totally to the will of Allah Ta'ala and to stay away from or to avoid to distance oneself from a shirk. That's a definition. And that's general. That's Islam general. قَالَ بَعْضُ الْمُسْلِمِينَ الْإِسْلَامِ مَعْنِ الْإِسْلَامِ مَاذَا فِي اللُّغَةِ Some of the scholars they mention the meaning of Islam linguistically is to submit. That's linguistically, to submit. لَكِنْ فِي الدِّينِ أَنْ يُسْلِمَ لَعَبْدُ لِلَّهِ But in the religion to submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. مَا قَالَ النَّبِيُّ عَلَيْهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَنِ الْإِسْلَامِ What did the Messenger of Allah say about Islam? عندما يُسْأَلْ When he was asked. من I said, Naam, what to Qima? I said, The Messenger of Allah, he mentioned Islam is that you bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah, and that Muhammad is the Messenger of Allah, and that you establish the Salah, and that you pay the Zakah, and that you fast in Ramadan, and that you make the, the pilgrimage to the house if you have the ability to do so. من هذا التعريف يا إخوان بين النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام أن من الإسلام الإيمان وأن من الإسلام الأعمال. In this tremendous answer by the Messenger of Allah, he's teaching us that from Islam are some things you have to believe in. أن تشهد لا إله إلا الله وأن محمد رسول الله. That you testify that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. That Muhammad is the Messenger of Allah. He also clarifies here that from Islam are some things that you have to do. One, taqoom al-salah, wa an tusalli lillahi subhanahu wa ta'ala, that you establish the salah, wa an tu'ti al-zakah, and that you give the zakah. Ma huwa a'ala al-iman? What's the highest level of iman? Ihsan. Ma ma'ana al-ihsan? What does it mean, ihsan? To worship Allah as if you see Him. Man yar Allah fi hadi dunya. Who has ever seen Allah? No one. So if you don't see Allah, you know that He sees you. Accent. Qala wa minhu dua. From Islam is dua. Wal khawf in having fear of Allah. Wal raja hope. Al raja wal ibada. Ahiyan al nansa hadi al amra yaqwan bi an al raja ibada tu min ibada Allah Taala. Sometimes we forget. Myself included, that hoping with Allah is worship. إذا المرء مثلاً هي ترجو من الله سبحانه وتعالى رحمك الله شيئاً ما هذا فعل الرجاء فعل وهذا الفعل من أفعال العبادة. The sister sitting there, just hoping for the mercy of Allah. If she's really hoping in her heart, this is an action that she's doing, and this action is one of the best. Actions to do to hope with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what tawakkul and to depend and to place one's trust and reliance solely 
upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَالرَّقْبَ and desire. فَذَكَرَ كَثِيرًا مِنْ أَنْوَاعِ الْإِبَادَةِ So he mentions here many types of worship. مَا ذَكَرَ كُلَّهَا لَا ذَكَرَ بَعْضَهَا He didn't mention every type of worship. No. He mentions some types of worship. ثُمَّ قَالَ كُلُّهَا لِلَّهِ تَعَالَى And he said all of these types and other types are for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَالدَّلِيلُ قَوْلُهُ تَعَالَى وَأَنَّ الْمَسَاجِدَ لِلَّهِ فَلَا تَدْعُوا مَعَ اللَّهِ أَحَدًا سُرُتُ الْجِنِّ And he says, and the proof to this is the statement of Allah, and the masajid belong to Allah. So do not invoke, do not call upon anyone or anything with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَيَهَذَا السُّوَالِ عِنْدَ مَاسِي This question for our beloved brother Masi. مَا تَعْرِيفُ الشِّرْكِ what is the meaning of shirk? What does it mean? Polytheism. Disbelieve in Allah. To disbelieve in Allah. Shay'un min hadha. Give me something more specific than that. Disbelief is general. Like shirk is sin. something specific. Huh? A huge sin. It's a major sin. One of the greatest the greatest sin you could do. Ta'i, write this down. Huwa and Ya'abuda Ma'allahi. Shirk is to worship along with Allah, to worship along with Allah other than Allah. To worship along with Allah other than Allah. This is for one of our beloved sisters. Is every disbelief shirk? Is every disbelief shirk? Our sisters say yes. Ah. Many ma'ahum who agrees with our beloved sisters tonight. Myra? The answer is no. Laysa kulla kufrin shirka. Not every disbelief is shirk. Right? Kufr am wa shirk Remember, ya ikhwan, disbelief is general. Shirk is something specific. It's disbelief. It can be this disbelief, but it's something specific. And ya'abuda ma'allahi Allah, That the person worships along with Allah, other than Allah. So it's more general. Uh, it's more specific than uh, the generality of kufr. Is every time the Muslim falls into shirk, can you call him a mushrik? In general, this Muslim falls into shirk. Can you say he's a mushrik because he did that action? Oh, no. The answer is no. Perhaps he doesn't know. Perhaps he's ignorant. Perhaps he's a muqallid, he's a blind follower. So the one that's ignorant is upon him to seek knowledge. فَالْعِلْمُ دِفَاعَ عَنِ الْمُحَرَّمَاتِ وَالْدِفَاعَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرَاتِ وَالْدِفَاعَ عَنِ الشِّرْكِ وَالْدِفَاعَ عَنْ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ مَاذَا لَا يَرَضَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى بِهِ Seeking knowledge, ya ikhwan, and working by the knowledge. Not just seeking it, but also trying one's best to work by the knowledge is a protection. 
Some people say, why do you stress knowledge, 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 working by knowledge? What does knowledge do? It protects. What does it protect from? It protects, firstly, you from you. Firstly, knowledge and working by the knowledge protects you from you. What does it mean, protects you from you? Hey, your ignorance. Your jail. Many of us, all of us, we have ignorance. Harming La yourself. Yujad, huh? from harming yourself. Hey, from harming yourself. There's no one who knows every aspect of Islam. No one. Except the Messenger of Allah. Rather, including the Messenger of Allah. There's no one. يوجد أحيانا نرى أن النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام يسأل عن شيء ويسكت لأن ما عنده الإجابة فينتظر إنزال الله تعالى الوحي عليه الوحي عليه Even our beloved messenger عليه الصلاة والسلام Sometimes in the sunnah you find he's asked a question and the messenger of Allah doesn't reply waiting and then Allah Ta'ala sends down the answer, the ayah Sometimes you find in the Sunnah the Messenger of Allah asks a question and he says, مَلْ مَسْؤُولُ عَنْهَا أَعْلَمَ مِنَ السَّائِلِ كَمَا مَرَرُنَا قَبَلُ كَمَا مَرَرُنَا قَبَلُ Sometimes the Messenger of Allah asks a question and he says, the one that's being asked has no more knowledge than the one that's asking. As we have passed by that tremendous benefit, ikhwan, there's no one that has knowledge of every madhab, every hadith. It's impossible, ikhwan. فَلِذَلِكَ يَتَعَلَّمْ So it's upon the servant to seek knowledge. وَالْعِلْمُ يُدَافِعِ And knowledge is a protection, يا إخوان. Protects us from us. أَحْيَانَ عِنْدَنَا دَارُّ Sometimes we have harm. وَالْجَهِلْ And ignorance. وَالْشُبَهْ And sometimes we have doubt. وَالْعِلْمُ يَدْفَعْ عَنِ هَذِهِ أَشْمَاذَا أو عَنِ هَذَا الشَّكِ And knowledge repels the doubt. طيب نبدأ إن شاء الله سبقين يا إخوان قال الإمام الجهني حفظه الله تعالى من إفريقا One of our scholars from Africa الشيخ خالد الجهني He says وأنواع العبادة and the types of worship شرع الشيخ رحمه الله تعالى في ذكر بعض أنواع العبادة فذكر أجل أنواعها وبين أن صرف وبين أن صرفها he says, a new word for your brothers and sisters studying Arabic. Shara'a. 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 Ma ma'ana shara'a? Shara'a can mean to legislate. Sheen ra'ain. It's a new Arabic word, ya ikhwan. Shara'a. Shara'a can mean to legislate. Shara'a can also mean to start, to begin. He says, the shaykh shara'a, he began here. The shaykh, he began. So shara'a means to begin. The imam, he shara'a. What does shara'a mean? To begin. He began, some scholars of Arabic, they say it's better not to use the word shari' for street. In the Arabic language, this word is established. Shari' means a street. We're playing basketball on the street. That's allowed in Arabic. Many scholars say it's better not to use it. 
for street. Because it's the ism fa'il of the verb shara'a. And shara'a means to legislate. So they say it's better not to use the shari'. Although it means that, but it's better not to use that. Because when you say the shari', you can be referring to Allah, the legislator. It's not one of the names of Allah. Shari' is not a name of Allah. But you can refer to Allah as the shari'. في كتب الفقه يقول أصاحب الكتاب وقد شرع أو وقد أمر شارع مثلا Sometimes in fiqh you find the legislator has established or the legislator has commanded and they're meaning Allah they're talking about Allah so many scholars say although that word is there it's better not to say ماذا شارع no وكذلك أحيانا العلماء من لغة العربية يا إخوان ينصحون الطلاب ببعض الكلمات لأن الكلمة لا أصل لها مثلا sometimes you find also that the scholars of Arabic they may recommend not to say that word or say this word instead of that word because the word you're using has no foundation أعطيكم مثالا I'll give you an example نسمع كثيرا في أمريكا Kalimata Ustad. Kalimata Ustad. Kala Badul Ulama and Hadi Kalima Latakuna min Asli Lugatul Arabiya. Hada al Arab, Yukhadunahu, min Ghadi al Muslimun, Yukhadunahu, min Ghadi Muslimi. Tayyip, a word that we hear a lot in America. Not really over, even overseas nowadays. The word Ustad, Ustad. The word is allowed to use. But it's better not to use it. Because many of the scholars of Arabic, they say, it's not a word that's from the Arabic language. It was taken and then used by the Muslims, but originally it's not from the Arabic language. It'd be better to say mudarris, mu'allim, mathalan, instead of ustad. It's a lot. You hear this a lot in every country nowadays. Ustad, ustad, ustad. However, if especially if you're studying Arabic, it's better to use the Arabic word. That's better. Sometimes you hear the brother say, Shuf, Shuf. That's Amiyah, that's lame. And I don't advise ourselves nor our brothers and sisters with slang. It's allowed. I remember in Africa, Yehwan, La Afi Fi Misr, in Egypt, La Afhamu Shay'an. In Egypt, I didn't understand a word. In English, my son was, hey, Abby, what he's trying to say is such and such. I said, why don't he just say it the way Allah Ta'ala said it? <laughs> you go into the store, they say, hey, kem tashti. You're like, yeah, kem tashti. No, that's in, that's in Yemen. In Egypt, they say, Isaac, hey. That's not even close. Isaac, hey. What they're saying, what they're trying to say is, what do you want? Hey, for example, some of the slang in some countries are not even close, for example. And then some countries' slang is just one letter difference. Yemen slang is one of the best. Because they don't change the whole phrase. You go to Iran, you go to Syria, you go to Egypt. What's the other one, Yahwan? They have all the entertainers that go there. Uh, Lebanon, their slang is you don't know what they're saying, for example. Yeah, <laughs> they take the phrase 
and replace it with a whole new phrase that's not even close. That's not even close. So in Egypt, you don't hear no one speaking Fusha except some of the scholars and the students of knowledge. Even some of them are sheikh now in their classes. They speak Amiya. As the big sheikh in Hadith, uh, the sheikh al-Hawaini, Hafidullah Ta'ala, Mashallah, fil hadith, huwa qil jabal. In hadith, he's like a mountain. Lakin fi duruz, But he speaks a lot of slang in his classes. He's asked, Ya Shaykh, why do you speak like that? He says, If I speak fusha, la yafamunani. <laughs> he says, If I speak fusha, they're not going to understand me. And some scholars, they hold on to Arabic, alhamdulillah. Even in Africa, like a Shaykh, uh, Shaykh fil Munafiya, Shaykh Raslan. Oh, his Arabic is, mashallah, he speaks like a poet. I recommend all you listen to Sheikh Ruslan's audios. Speaks crystal clear, crystal clear. You don't even think he's African. He speaks like he learned Arabic somewhere else. Where is Sheikh from? He's from Egypt, Africa. I think he's from Egypt. From Egypt. Hey. Um, but his Arabic, mashallah, it's crystal clear. Crystal clear. At any rate, in Asala, we're going to start, we're going to try to incorporate that, inshallah ta'ala, in some of our nights. We'll be just listening to the Mashaykh, how they talk. Alhamdulillah, learn some, some classical Arabic, inshallah ta'ala. Taib, at any rate, it's allowed to learn slang. One sister said, do you teach slang? I said, I've never taught slang. She says, why not? I said, I said, with all due respect, I don't see a benefit in it, learning it. There's only one benefit in learning slang. You learn how to argue in the street. You learn how to argue in the stores. I had a brother named Yusuf Amriki, one of the nicest brothers you ever meet in your life. Fi Amiya, who was Sheikh. In the slang Arabic, man, he's the Sheikh. He knows everything in slang Arabic. When we're sitting there in Egypt, I'm like, what is he saying? What is he saying? He's like, I got you, Yaqi. And he's arguing back with them. I'm like, go ahead, Yusuf, get him, get him. He's arguing back, he's arguing back. I don't know what they're saying. So we were sitting one time with the Sheikh in Yemen. The Sheikh speaks clear classical Arabic. So Yusuf came on a Yusuf was on my side. We always used to sit side by side, mashallah. So I looked at him, he was crying. I'm thinking he's crying because of how deep what the Sheikh is saying is touching It's touching his heart. He said, no, yeah, I don't understand nothing the Sheikh is saying. <laughs> I said, the Sheikh, is, he's, he's giving that knowledge, huh? That's deep. You hear that? He said, I don't understand nothing he's saying. That's why I'm crying. He said, in the streets, I'm the Sheikh in the streets. I come to the masjid, I don't understand nothing. He said, he's talking about Quran and Sunnah. I don't understand what he's saying. And I said, benefit, you want to learn that which is going to benefit us. I never studied slang in my life. Never. As I don't see it to be a benefit. My children, mashallah, Abdullah, Naima, they can argue the slang. I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> but they have, they can do that. Alhamdulillah. Ta'i, let's continue, ya So the Shaykh says, And he mentions some of the types of worship. So he mentioned the, the best, the highest, the most prestigious of the types of worship. And he also mentioned, and this is the point, to direct any form of worship to other than Allah is shirk. 
to direct any other form of worship is a shirk. Other, other than Allah is shirk. وَلِذَلِكَ أَعْتَيْتُمُ إِيَّاكُمْ so for this reason we mentioned two definitions when we gave you the meaning of shirk. Al-awwal, the first meaning, kama kunna limasi, as he mentioned to our beloved brother Masi. An ya'abudu ghayril, an ya'abudu ma'allah ghayrillah. That you worship with Allah other than Allah. Qala ba'd al-ulama, ta'rif al-akhar, ibadatu ghayrillah. Other scholars they say, to worship other than Allah. So they give two meanings of shirk. Some scholars say to worship with Allah other than Allah. But you have to worship Allah too. That's shirk. Other scholars say no. To worship other than Allah is also shirk. So they differ over their meaning. Perhaps the first one is more honorable. Wallah Islam. And as he says, like Islam. Al-Islam al-Islam one of the best definitions of Islam is mentioned by who was the first one to mention this definition Ikhwan Ibn Ibn Rajab many scholars they give this definition Ikhwan from them Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah Muhammad Abu Wahab Ibn Qayyim I'm trying to think of who's the first to say the Ikhwan Write this down, Yaqwan. One of the best definitions of Islam. One of the best definitions of Al Islam. He says, Huwa Al Istislamu Lillah. Al Istislamu Lillah. To submit or submission to Allah. Bit-tawheed, by worshipping him upon Islamic monotheism. Wal-inqiyadu lahu bit-ta'a. Wal-inqiyadu lahu bit-ta'a. And surrendering oneself to him in obedience. Three parts. Wal-bara'atu minash-shirki wa ahlihi. And to distance yourself Away from polytheism, <coughs> shirk, and its people. Al-Istislamu lillahi bit-tawheed. To submit to Allah upon tawheed. Wal-inqiyadu lahu bit-ta'a. And to surrender to Him upon obedience. Wal-bara'atu min ash-shirki wa ahlihi. And to separate, to be far away, to disassociate oneself. From shirk and its people. And its people. Tfadali. Bitta'a. Wal inqiyadu lahu bitta'a. Our sentence. Wal bara'atu min ash-shirki wahlihi. Three parts, Ikhwan. Three parts. To submit to Allah upon Tawheed. First part. To surrender to Him, meaning Allah, upon obedience. And to disassociate oneself from shirk and its people.
and its people. This doesn't mean you can't ever talk to a non-Muslim. No. This doesn't mean you're not kind to the non-Muslims. No. You exhibit al-Islam. We are kind to them with the dealings of Islam. We treat them how Islam commands us and the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah legislates for us to treat them, ya ikhwan. We call them to Islam. We are examples, inshallah ta'ala. When we're out on the street, even when we're arguing, even playing ball, playing sports, we still should be examples. If we're going to argue, I just want to argue with you, let's go inside and argue. Let's don't argue outside. We shouldn't argue at all. Sometimes the women, I just got to get this off my chest. No problem. You guys go on the side and talk. But your examples, the Muslim doesn't argue the way other people argue. The Muslim doesn't sit the way everybody sits. No, he still sits as a servant. Even when he's mad, he's still mad as a servant of Allah Ta'ala. Even in the shatter, in the streets, he's still a servant of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we forget that. Ta'ib qala wal iman and when he said and belief qala al iman fi lugha at tasdiq what is iman in the arabic language at tasdiq at tasdiq to testify to acknowledge to affirm to believe at tasdiq at tasdiq wa fi din in the religion iman is Al-Imanu Billah Wa Malaikatihi Wa Kutubihi Wa Rusulihi Wa Al-Yawman Akhiri Wa Al-Qadiri Khayrihi Wa Sharrah And the religion belief is Iman is That you believe in Allah His angels His books His messengers The last day That you believe in the Qadr Khayrihi Wa Sharrah It's good and it's evil is good and is evil. Pay attention here, Yaqwan. He says that you believe in the Qadr, the divine decree of Allah. It's good and it's bad. Does this mean when we say we believe in the Qadr? It's good and it's bad. Does this mean that we believe that evil comes from Allah? The answer is no. Abadan. Ahyan al-Muslim, madhi akhwan, had al-amr, yusa'abu al-Muslimin. Sometimes this issue here is difficult upon the Muslim. We read, we believe in the qadr, it's good and it's bad, but we apply it wrong. This doesn't mean that evil comes from Allah. يقول النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام من حديث عليه والشر ليس إليك As the Messenger used to say in the hadith of Ali And evil is not attributed to you والشر ليس إليك Evil is never attributed to Allah Ever Ever So what does it mean? The good in the Qadr and the bad of the Qadr What does it mean, Yaqwan? Who can answer? The Hikmah of Allah The Hikmah of Allah Naam Allah Ta'ala is not pleased with certain things, correct? Every action of Allah has wisdom, 
But what does it mean, the good of the Qadr and the bad of the Qadr? If we're saying, you don't believe that the evil is from Allah. The good that afflicts you is from yourself. Uh, the good that afflicts you is from Allah. Huh? The bad that afflicts you is from yourself. You can say that. The good that uh, Allah bestows upon you is from Allah. Whatever bad comes is from your own self. You can say that. What does it mean? The bad qadr. Quarantine. Huh? Right. So do you understand that evil is from Allah? No. Bad things. <clears throat> it sounds like a contradiction. Sounds like that. It looks, it looks like uh, nafs. Huh? The bad is coming nafs. Taib, the bad comes from yourselves. Taib, you can say that. You can say that. Sometimes like bad it. things happen to you, but huh? it's good. Hey, sometimes, Ikhwan, what we think is bad, in reality, is not that. Taib, you have the qadr, and then you have the maqdur. Taib, the qadr is from the action of Allah. What Allah Ta'ala, Qaddarallahu Ta'ala. What Allah Ta'ala wills. Allah's action. Then you have the action of Allah, the thing that Allah decrees upon a servant, the, the, the receiver of it is called the Maqdur. The Maqdur. He is the one that the Qadr falls on. The Qadr of Allah is all, the action of Allah itself is all good. The Qadr is the one that the action of Allah, the qadr of Allah, befalls. Like, uh, and you don't decree, you don't do anything, except that it's the will of Allah. طيب. So now, huh? it's kind of like a hadith, Amr al mu'min al like the, the condition of the believers. It's amazing. It's like strange, yeah. If eh? something good befalls him, huh? he's grateful. Something no. bad befalls him, he's patient. Eh, so sometimes, I mean, hadith, Abi Suhaim al Rumi. Sometimes we get sick. I wanted to play ball the other day, but my knee is still sore. I'm still, my knee is still hurt. Because I probably because I won against Zayd so many times that day. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> my knee is still sore. So I heard the brother playing ball. I wanted to get out there. Oh, my knee is still sore. The man gets sick. The sister gets sick. Someone dies. We think, oh, this is evil. This is evil. But in reality, in reality, in the reality of the affair, is not matter evil. We may perceive it to be evil. The man gets sick. If he's patient, he goes to the Jannah. The sister can't have children. Her whole life, Hazina, 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 Miskina, Miskina. The woman, she wants a child. What woman doesn't want a child, mashallah? So she's sad her whole life, just sad and depressed. Oh Allah, why me? Why me? The question is, why not you? Why not you? Sometimes we call up, yeah Allah, why? I just want to leave America. I just want to go back to Africa. Why Allah, why, why am I here? Why? <laughs> the question is, why not you? Why not you? This is from the wisdom of Allah. You not having a child, yes, it saddens you, yes. It's from your belief to submit to it. It's from your belief, Ahl Sunnah. May Allah make us from Ahl Sunnah wa Jama'ah. It's from your belief to submit to it and be pleased with it. It's one thing to believe in something. There's another level. And يَرْضَ لَعَبْدُ بِمَا قَدْرَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ عَلَيْهُ أَوْلَىٰ كُلُّ هَذَا مِنَ الْإِيمَانِ It's from another level. Not to just say, I believe in it. 
but to be pleased. I remember I had a brother, one of the strongest students I've ever met to this day. وَبِنْتُهُ مَشَاءَ تَعَالَى حَفِيدَهَا اللَّهِ لَا يُمْكِنُهَا أَنْ تَتَحَرِّكَ لَا يُمْكِنُهَا أَنْ تُحَرِّكَ يَدَيْهَا وَأَنْ تَمْشِي وَأَنْ تَجْلِسْ وَأَنْ تُطْعِمَ نَفْسَهَا So the brother, may Allah raise him and his family, one of his daughters can't move. She's in the, in the chair. She can't move her arm. She can't move her leg. She can't walk. She can't feed herself. So, almost her whole life. The brother, every time you ask him, How are you? He's the first one I heard implement this hadith. The first one I heard. You say to him, How are you, Akhi? He says, Raditu billahi rabbin, wa bi islami deenan, wa bi Muhammadan nabiyan, alayhi salatu salam. Kulu marra, yus'alu hadhi suwaal, yaqul hadha. Every time you ask him, he says, I'm pleased with Allah as my Lord. And Islam is my religion, and the Messenger as my, and the Prophet, and Muhammad as my Prophet, alayhi salam. No, how many times you ask him, or somebody ask him, hey, how you doing, man? How's everything? I know it's hard on you. This and this and this. Every time, he says that. I am pleased with Allah as my Lord. MashaAllah, he's the one I learned this sunnah from before I learned it was a sunnah. I said, why every time somebody asks the brother, he says, I'm pleased with Allah. You see him struggling, it's hard, you can imagine, his whole life. The test Allah blessed him and his, his wife with. He says, I'm pleased with Allah. You never see him sat and down and about to jump out the window like most of us. Many of us, you catch a flat tire, oh! oh. <laughs> The sister loses her job. Why you lose your job, sister? They wouldn't let me cover my face. I wanted to cover my face as a sunnah. So she got fired. You say, Alhamdulillah. She's about to jump out the Oh, I like that job. Say it. That's many of us. The man loses his job. Why? I didn't want to cut my beard. I remember I went to a job interview and I just like this when I go to interviews. So I, <laughs> I'm walking in the interview and everybody's looking at me. I take my scarf off. I take my scarf off uh, and I try to wear a dressy stove. Maybe not this one. This is not too dressy. But I have some that have the, the buckles. So I try to wear the dressy one to the interview. So I can look a little bit dressy. I put on my little shoe and I wear my little clogs. So I go there. As soon as you walk in, everybody gets quiet. You hear people talking. <laughs> as soon as you walk in, it's like a pin drop. So I got my little briefcase. Alhamdulillah. Got my little oil, think I'm gonna get this job. I get there. So the lady says, hey, do you have to wear that? I say, unless you have a dress coat or a lips and amal, you have a, a uniform that I have to wear. If you have a uniform I have to wear and it's part of the job and I accept the job, I have to wear it. If you have a uniform, I'm gonna wear it. She says, no, we don't have a uniform. You can wear whatever you wish. I said, so. Then why are you asking me this question if I can wear what I wish? She said, I just want, are you going to wear that? I said, yes, this is how I dress. This is how I dress. I've never heard anything back from them. <laughs> One brother said, hey, you didn't get that job. Are you, alhamdulillah. Another job will come. Another job will come. Alhamdulillah. I remember when I got to Yemen, some of the institutes, they get modernized, where they try to copy America. So they hire you because you speak English, you have a, a, a passport, you're American. So you're going to get the job. I remember I walked my friend Bilal to an interview. I didn't want to work there. I was just walking Bilal. 
Bilal was when he looking for a job. I just walked him there, sitting in the, in, in, in the waiting room. And the girl said, hey, you looking for a job too? You American? I said, yes, I'm American. She said, you have a passport? I said, yes, I have a passport. She said, you can start tomorrow. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> just because you have a passport. They said, but you going to dress like that? I said, we're in Yemen. I said, we're in Yemen. I said, yes, I'm going to, I'm a, this is a Yemen. Of course I'm going to dress like, I dress like this in America. How much more so in Yemen? She said, but in our institute, you have to dress like the people of your country. So some of my companions, they got the job, and they will come with their fold, and they will go into the bathroom, and then put their suit jackets, their suits on, their tie, and the Yemenis will laugh at them. As they're coming into change, you hear the little girls, oh, miskeen, amriki, who oh, miskeen, miskeen. Alhamdulillah. One girl, I heard the girl saying, in America, he dressed like that. He comes to a Muslim country, and he has to dress like the disbelievers of his country. So I didn't submit to that. So they said, okay, if you don't dress like that, you don't get the salary that we offer you. You don't get the whole salary. I said, okay, I'll take my, my half salary. I pray I'm not going to wear that outfit. At any rate, you'll be pleased whatever Allah decrees for you, Ikhwan. We mentioned the hadith last week. The Prophet of Allah, two months went past, and he only ate the two black ones. What's the two black ones? Dates and water. I've never did that. One day we're going to challenge ourselves, myself included, if y'all wish. We're going to have a contest. Inshallah. I've never did that. Two months, it's hard to do that. For example, this the Messenger, والسلام, and his wife didn't complain. That's another benefit. His women, now, I don't know if you could do that nowadays. You go home, what's for dinner? Water. <laughs> She's going to want to divorce Ikhwan automatically. Water and dates. That's it? Yes, that's all we got. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm going back home. That's going to, Alhamdulillah. That happens, Ikhwan. May Allah help us all. To be sufficient, to be content with Allah Ta'ala bestows upon you is from Iman, Ikhwan. Doesn't mean you can't seek provision. Doesn't mean that. The scissor can go get another jilbab, alhamdulillah. Another kima, alhamdulillah. But to be sufficient, you only have 25 jilbab, sister. That's most of our women. I challenged the sisters. One brother said, don't do that. Our women, you don't know the Somalian women. They have a lot of jilbabs, ya akhi. They're not going to enter that. I challenge all of us. You go home, count your jilbabs, and be truthful. You'll be amazed. We have 200 jilbabs. <laughs> You got one little, two little legs. You don't need all them jilbab. You don't need all of them. But to be sufficient, ikhwan, that's from Iman. And we're the same way. Many of us are thobes, 200 thobes. You don't need all them thobes, ikhwan. A few thobes, alhamdulillah. Your little jumu'ah thobes, eat thobes, your little workout thobes. Maybe, you know, you want to dress up a little bit. Alhamdulillah, you don't need 200, 300 thobes. Sometimes we're just like the women. We're just like the women, ikhwan. May Allah open طيب let's continue قال والإحسان أن إحسان وهو أن تعبد الله كأنك تراه فإن لم تكن تراه فإنه يراك and إحسان they translate إحسان to be perfection but there's no perfection except for Allah what does it mean that you worship Allah as if you see him and although you don't see him you know that he sees you 
وَمِنْهُ الدُّعَا And from it is dua. Dua yanqasimu al-qismain. Write this down, Yekhwa. Dua is divided into two types. Dua is divided into two types. Dua'u mas'ala. Dua'u mas'ala. The first dua is called dua mas'ala. Dua mas'ala. This one is when your mother he says dua mas'ala the supplication of asking the supplication of asking huwa talabu ma yanfa'u da'i min jalbi naf'in aw darri aw daf'i darri kan taqul allahumma aghfirli wa rahamni this dua mas'ala when you're asking allah the dua of asking is when you're requesting something that benefits. Like Jalb al-Nafi'i, you're asking for a benefit or the uh, protection of something harmful to stay away from you. Like if the person says, Oh Allah, I ask that you forgive me. You're asking Allah something of benefit. Oh Allah, irhamni, have mercy upon me. Wathani dua ibadah. The second type is dua ibadah. The dua, the supplication of worship. First one, mas'ala, the supplication of asking. Second one, dua ibadah. It's called the supplication of worship. Although the first one is also worship. They both are worship. Dua ibadah, the supplication of worship. And yakuna bi ayi min anwa'al ibadah. This one is from, from any type of the types of worship. And this one does not have a question. And you're not uh, requesting anything from Allah. You're not asking Allah something. You're not asking Allah. And you're not requesting anything from Allah. For example, here, you're talking about any form of worship. But you're not asking Allah for something. Like the prayer in itself. Like the prayer in itself. Also, giving zakat is dua. Meaning, it's a form of worship. And he says, from worship is also al-khawf, fear. Al-khawf huwa ma yata'allaku bil-makruh. Fear is connected to something that is ماذا كيف أقول هذا شيخ يتعلق بالمكروه أواصل is connected to المكروه بالإنجليزية in English is connected بال uh, is connected to something that is disliked and it is two types is of two types the first type is natural fear. The first type of fear is natural fear. First type, natural fear. The second type, fear of worship. 
fear of worship. First type, khawfun tabi'iyun, natural fear. Second type, khawful ibadah, the fear of worship. Not that you fear the worship, fear of it. The fear that is connected to worship. An example of the first type, كخوف الإنسان من الصبعي وهذا لا يلام عليه العبد He says, like for example, the natural fear in which the, the servant, he's afraid of a type of animal or something like that, an insect. He's naturally afraid. أنت تمشي في الشارع والكلب يأتي You're walking and then a dog just comes. We're coming back from the QT, we got something to drink, tie it. And we're walking, it's nighttime, and then Myra hears the dog, and then Myra, he's fast, and he just takes off. And he just runs. The sister out there jumping rope, Zainab and, who else, yeah, Khwan? Bahja, Siham, Khadija, they're out there. They're doing their double Dutch thing. Aleph and Bell and Ter and Fa, Jim and Khor and Dal and Dal. And then sometimes those cats run out, and they look bigger than they are. And they think it's a little wolf. But it's a little cat. <laughs> and then Zainab, I'm out of here. Stuck for the lot of. And then she runs. That's natural. Nobody can say, hey, you want to share for Allah? That's two different fears. It's allowed to have natural fear. You're walking and somebody say, oh. And they say, oh, that's natural fear. That doesn't mean your iman is deficient. Not like that, ya ikhwah. But that's haram upon the Muslim. It's not upon a Muslim to fear, uh, to frighten. Another Muslim. The Muslim shouldn't do that. We shouldn't frighten each other. Like sometimes we do that. Let me watch this. I'm gonna make him drop his. He, he got his pizza. Alhamdulillah. How many recordings that happen? Oh. <laughs> that happens, Yaqob. May Allah help us and forgive us all. Ta'ib. Ta'ib. The fear that's connected to worship. He brings a tremendous point here. He says, and this is that the person fears something that he worships. This fear is connected to worship. The first, the second fear. And this fear should not be given to anyone except to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And to give this fear, how you fear Allah from worship to someone else or something else, is shirk. To fear someone else or something else, like you fear Allah, seeking the pleasure, is the fear of worship. To direct this fear to someone other than Allah, is shirk. To fear someone or something, the way you fear Allah, is shirk. Qala. Likewise, hope. And what is hope? He says, hope is insan, is the desire of the servant. The hope of the servant. He's desiring something that is close. He's hoping in something, desiring in something that's close. Or it's closely obtained, or it can be not easily obtained. Some people say you hope in something that's possible. And uh, in reality, Ikhwan, it can be far-fetched 
that you're going to achieve that. And it can be close that you're going to achieve that. It's up to the mercy of Allah. Hoping in something is from worship. And hope is of two types. Hope is of two types. So what is hope? It says, Tamar insan fi amrin manal manal. It is the servant desiring something that is close that he's going to obtain it. Or it's far away that he's going to obtain it. He may never obtain it. It may be it may look impossible or it may look possible. But just the, the hope in it, the desire, the yearn will be a good one. The yearn of the servant that he's going to achieve this particular thing. And it's of two types. Hope that is praised. Praise for hope. And this praised hope. Praise for hope and this praise hope. Raja'un Mahmud huwa ladhi yashabuhu amalun kaman yaraju al-jannah wa ya'amalu lahu wa ya'amalu laha. An example of the praise for hope is when the person he hopes for the thing and it carries the person to do the action of it. He's hoping in something, but not just sitting there hoping and hoping. No. His hope carries him to work towards the thing that he's hoping to, to meet one day, to uh, achieve one day. Like, and yarju al Jannah, wa ya'amalu laha. The person hopes for the Jannah, but then he just sits there. No, no. He seeks the Jannah by his action. So he's hoping in the Jannah and this hope causes him to do the actions that by the mercy of Allah will enter him into the Jannah. So it's hope that's accompanied by action. This is the praise for hope. Not just sitting there, I hope that this one day, yeah Allah, I hope in that. And you don't do nothing, no, you, you try to work towards the thing that you're hoping. The second type. The dispraise hope well, And this is the opposite This is the hope That is not accompanied with action You're just sitting there hoping Just hoping But he doesn't do anything He says Like the one who hopes in the Jannah But doesn't do nothing Doesn't work towards it He doesn't pray, doesn't fast doesn't go to no class. He just, I want the Jannah, I want the Jannah, I want the Jannah. I do, I want the Jannah. But he doesn't do anything. Some of the righteous used to say, لا يرى الذي الجنة نائما. They would say, some of the righteous used to say, you don't see someone trying to get the Jannah sleep. They would say, you don't find, you're not going to find someone who's trying to get the Jannah sleeping. You're never going to find that. That's what they would say. طيب. This doesn't mean you don't sleep. You can't sleep. It appears their meaning. You don't find that one sleeping a lot or sleeping in praiseworthy times. There are some times that are more praiseworthy. Like the last third of the night. If you can, 
I challenge myself first and my brothers and sisters secondly to pray at least one raka'ah in the last third of the night. At least one raka'ah in the last third of the night. وَأَن تَكُونَ مُسْتَمِرُّ And that you try to be constant upon it. Don't do like most of us, pray a lot of raka'ah one week, and then the next week you don't get up, and then three months later you pray a lot again, and then three months later you don't get up again. Not like that. You try to be consistent, even if it's a little. You wake up at two in the morning, and you pray one raka'ah for four months. That one raka'ah is better than praying five raka'ah this week and then you don't pray again for another three months and then you pray three more raka'ah and then you don't pray again. No. To be consistent is better. Even if it's little. Even if it's something that's small. And sometimes your little can be greater than someone else's a lot. You read Quran one hour and the brother read it for four hours. But he's reading it showing off. You're reading it for the sake of Allah. Your one hour is way greater than his four hours. The man gives a thousand dollars in sadaqah. You give five dollars in sadaqah. He's giving it to show off. He doesn't give it until somebody comes on a microphone. Hey, man yata sadaq lillah, man wa man. Thumuhu yaquma man man nas. Ana ya akhi, ana. Ana. Uktub ismi, ana. La, la, hadha makro. Hadha makro. So some of the brothers and sisters only give when you get on the mic. You have to make a video. Turn the cameras on, yaquan. Who's going to give for Allah's sake? Who's going to give? Who's going to give? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. And then to show off, hey, hey, brother, Imam, Muhammad, Abdullah, Ali, I live on such and such, write my name down, pin me down there, yeah, <laughs> he's showing off, not like that. That's why many of the scholars, they say, Ikhwan, and this is a reminder, if there's not a need to call for it like that in front of everyone, it's better not to do Because sometimes the niyyah can change. So everybody else gave something, I don't have, I'm not... I'm the only one who didn't give, so now I gotta, I'm, I'm gonna feel bad if I don't give anything. So maybe, astaghfirullah, he takes something he shouldn't take from the bucket just to act like he's given something. Or, like we do back home, don't do this an example, yeah, Juan. The man has the $5 in his hand, he doesn't drop it. He just shakes the bucket and pulls it back out. Because the people's watching, so he's not gonna walk past the bucket. The, the Sadaqah box without doing anything. So he has the $5 and he says, hey, hey, hey. He didn't really give it. Or we do, hey, I gave $20. Hey, how can I write that off, Yaqi? No, that's, where's the Sadaqah, Yaqi, if you're gonna write it off? There's no Sadaqah, that's alone. There's no Sadaqah there. Sadaqah's for Allah. If I'm gonna give you my $5 and I'm gonna say, hey, hey, let me get my slip. Where's the slip? So I can write it off on my taxes. That's, where's, how is that Sadaqah, Yaqi? You gave a loan. You gave a loan for six months, you're gonna write it back off and then receive that loan. That's like a loan, that's not sadaqah, yeah, khwa. That'll be allowed. You can loan the masjid some money and then write it off later and get your money, but that wouldn't be called sadaqah. That would be a loan. Like I gave you $100, and then when you get your check, you give me $100 back. That's not sadaqah, that's a loan. You let me borrow $10 right now, and then when I get $10, I'll give you back your $10. That's not sadaqah. Sadaqah is when you say, hey, you no longer owe me the $10. Keep it. That's Sadaqah. Right? 
That's more like. You, you get edged for blowing someone. You get edged. That's a good deed. But it's not like sadaqah. And that's why we have to be careful sometimes, Yahwan. You still get the good deed. You did the good deed. You loaned the masjid or you loaned the brother or the sister, whoever you loaned, some money to. That's a good deed if your intentions are correct. But it's not like sadaqah. It's not like sadaqah. Ta'i. We'll stop here, inshallah, Yahwan. Qala. And place in one's reliance upon Allah. So what is pay what is trust or place in one's dependence and reliance upon Allah? It is to depend solely upon Allah. Kifayatan, what Allah has given you is sufficient. Your dependence upon Allah is sufficient. Wahasban, and you're seeking the reward in that. Fijalibil manafir, regarding a benefit falling or coming to you. Wadafil madari, and also repelling a harm. You place your trust in Allah. Allah is going to give you. You place your trust in Allah, Allah is going to protect you. Al-Itimadu Allah, that you place your trust, your reliance solely upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What's that day, Ikhwan? Man yurid an yu'adhin, who wants to call the adhan? Naam, fadli? Huh? Um, tonight, uh, we we'll, we'll give the people a break for tonight, inshallah ta'ala. Uh, make muraja'ah, inshallah ta'ala. As far as the new lesson, we'll give some a break for tonight, inshallah. Most of the people are fasting, so just to take it easy, inshallah. I didn't think as many of you was going to come at any rate. So we'll give you guys a break for tonight, inshallah ta'ala. I didn't start checking the test yet. Uh, maybe I'll start tonight, inshallah ta'ala. May Allah bless you all. No, Father Sheikh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Hey, wa alaikum salam. Kevanti Ashaykh. Alhamdulillah. 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 Assalamu alaikum. 